Rockin' Ricky in the morning. Hey, folks, Rockin' Ricky Latrell wishing you a good morning. Time for traffic on the 8th. So buckle up, because it's a doozy out there. We got a lane blocked on San Saba Avenue between Poplar and Encino. Look for a detour south of Grady. But watch out for the s I interrupt your regularly scheduled broadcast with a message for the curious, the confused, and the confounded. You are not alone. I see it too. Something isn't right in Hexed, Texas. All my hexes live in Texas. Where something dark has broken free And all of these hexes still in Texas Old Hexed is a place you shouldn't be The sun's already set by the time that you leave the high school And for the first part of the drive, you and your father sit in silence in the truck you processing what you saw in the auditorium, and your father's thoughts also seem to be elsewhere. As you pull down the driveway to the Bagley Orchards, the headlights flash off of the trees that line your driveway, and your father finally speaks to you. And he says, Jimmy, I think it's time we give you some answers. Yeah, I think so too. I'm gonna need your word that whatever happens, you don't react. I promise that you are safe. Um, yeah, I, I promise. All right. So your father takes you over to the old, abandoned, original Bagley barn, which, since the orchard has become more and more prosperous, a new barn has been built, complete with all of the farming equipment that you, you need. The shack, it dates back to the founding of the farm and the beginning of the late 1800s, early 1900s, when the orchard was first founded. And it's always been off limits because of tetanus, your mother said. And when your father opens up the shed, you see that inside there are two large cages that have been built in to the shed itself. And in one of them lies a very, very large, as large as a small child, owl that has been wrapped with bandages and appears to be very badly injured. The other lies empty. Pa, what the hell is that? Well, son, I think you're starting to realize that there are things in this world that are not explainable by science. Uh, yeah, and it's all been happening in the past week and a half? I saw this donkey lady that was killing people. It killed Tammy. Probably killed her dumb boyfriend, too. He's not missing. You know he's not missing. Sheriff is lying to my face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite sure that that young man is... I don't know if he's dead, but I will say that he is probably not as he was. What's that supposed to mean? There's a balance in Hexed. A balance that has been maintained since this town, well, almost since it was founded. As you're looking at this owl, you see it, its skin and its feathers start to ripple and it sort of fades and changes shape. And you can almost hear the popping of the bones as it, as it realigns itself. And now it is no longer an owl. It looks like a buzzard. And then it shifts again. And it looks like a turkey and it shifts again and it looks like a coyote. The whole time the wounds remain, the bandages remain. And finally it shifts one final time and you see that it looks like a woman. And the woman looks exactly like your mother. I don't know if you think this is really funny, but you need to start explaining what the hell this thing is right now. Well, Jimmy, <clears throat> you know how... Um, we always talk about how you, you know, your granddaddy and your grandma and how they, they founded the orchards and how, you know, they passed away and all of that. Um, well, that wasn't entirely true. I 
founded the Bagley Orchards over 100 years ago. And, uh, you know, I was just a regular guy. I was trying to make my way in a very unforgiving landscape, both because of who I am and because of what Hext is. And um, one day I was out in the pecan groves and I found this, this owl and I uh, took care of it. I nursed it back to health. It was magnificent. It's the largest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen an owl that big. And then one day the owl wasn't an owl anymore. Uh, the owl was a woman. The owl was your mama. And, uh, well, she's the reason that we've done so well. She's also the reason that I've aged a lot slower than a normal man would. She keeps us safe as much as possible from the horrors that exist outside of our groove. But with who and what she is comes certain appetites that she has tried since we have met to overcome, sometimes less successfully than others. So you're telling me, is that what that hog hunt was about? That was not what the hog hunt was supposed to be about. Something made it so that your mama could not control herself, and then someone hurt her. I don't know who it was. I found her lying in a pool of blood after I dropped you off at the house. Over a week ago, I would have just left and gone and lied down just thinking that I was hallucinating all this, but seeing Tammy and what she became and seeing that creature now seeing Maul, this thing, and you're ancient? Well, I don't know if I call me ancient. I mean, I... Oh, you're like 100,000 years old or something. I'm not good at math, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're part owl. <laughs> oh, what? So, what? So that's my mom. Like, what does that make me? Well, that's that's a whole nother story, Jimmy. Um, oh boy, I, pa, I know about the birds and the bees. <laughs> Sounds a lot funnier now, doesn't it? <laughs> birds? I mean, come on. The the time you start making jokes is now, and you know what? Like. Whatever happened to my little brother? Baby Jonah died. I know this. That's all I'm going to talk about right now. I, I think it's something, I don't know. Like, pa, like, I'm going through some stuff. I don't know what happened with him, but and he pulls out the ruined silver dollar and starts uh, tracing his thumb along, around the edge. Okay. So that is actually mom, not something pretended to be. That's your mom. Something's been going on, Jimmy. The last two weeks, your ma has been unable to control her shifts at night. She's some the kind of vampire or something? Boy, do you read? <laughs> I mean, whatever I'm forced to at school. She's not a vampire. She's one of the old ones. What do you mean? You're an old one? What does that mean? I'm a human. Okay. A human whose life has been sustained by magic, but a human all the same. Your ma is not. She never has been. And something has been happening to make it so that she at, is not able to control her shifting. It has been worse and worse every night to the point where I've locked her in here. The important thing to remember is that your ma is still your ma. And she is a good person. She's just... Something is wrong. I think I know what I want to do now. Okay. I would still like to use magic. Okay. But I'd like to use it to heal. Ooh, good idea. Aww. Fight the dark. At least attempt. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. So on a 10. Magic works without issue, so I can heal one harm. All right, so. your disease or neutralize you uh, instinctively, after he says, this is, this is your ma, you know, she's still a good person. You reach through and the bars and you, you place your hand on your mom's hand. And you focus through the coin and you feel almost as if you are giving some of your own vitality, some of your own strength, some of your own life to your mother. 
And she stops shifting back and forth between forms and being restless. And it seems almost as if the fever breaks. Your father looks amazed. And he steps, he pulls out some keys and he unlocks the gate and he steps inside cautiously. And he looks underneath at the wound and you see before your eyes that it is closing. He says, well, I don't know what you did, Jimmy, but that wound hasn't, hasn't changed the last several days. And normally your mama could just shrug off. I've been trying to tell you, Pa, something is happening to me. I've always felt something weird, at least for the past 10 years, but it's been rapidly changing. Well, unfortunately, I don't have any more answers than what I've given you. Um, you'll have to talk to your mama about that when she's, when she's well enough. All right. Maybe she has some more that she can give to you. Well, while she recovers, can I kind of just get like a crappy little phone or something i think mine is uh i think that you've earned yourself off of what did she call it your phone was on timeout i think i will let you have your phone back son and you know if you're careful you can you're not grounded anymore thanks pa dude's like 20 years old (laughs) i just super super love the idea of like cthulhu grounding (laughs) his human child yeah (laughs) No cell phones for you. That is the forbidden (laughs) technology. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. So what would you like to do? Uh, Your father stays there by your mother's bedside waiting for her to recover. Jimmy's just going to go back down to the house and go up to his room and pick up the phone on the way up. Just kind of sit on his bed and look at it for a second. And he's just going to send out a message to the group text. Just says real shit. Need to meet up soon. Okay, so I have um a couple of questions, and I hope you don't take offense. Is your mom a zombie? Mombie. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Mombie. Or you need some sleep. I don't. I mean, what does she eat, Lenore? Meat. As a person, part of a person, I usually meet. Um, okay, so it's raw, but... Do you feed her people? No, no, no. Like I said, she was defending herself. Someone tried to take her. Oh, oh, okay. No, I just feed her, like, beef or whatever's on sale at the grocery that week. She's never, she's never tried to hurt me. And when I, when I woke up for the first time after we'd lost a week, right, she was gone. She was gone. And then when I came back after we met up at your trailer and had breakfast, she was back in the room. Okay. And she wouldn't let anybody put her in there. I think she put herself back in there. Like she could leave, but she doesn't. She stays with me. Okay. Okay. So that kind of, I mean, how do we get her here? Well. Because I mean, a, a ladder, you know, 10 feet or so down into a, like a narrow is not like necessarily the best way to tote a potential zombie. Also, I mean, not for nothing, but she doesn't hurt you. But I, I mean, yeah, the no, most of us are probably not. Well, I think we'd better if if maybe we can plan it out in advance. Um, I guess, I guess we could try to put her to sleep. See, the problem is that kind of everyone goes to sleep when I use the thing, so it might not be. What if we use the wand and then we called other people to come in later? So we just say, hey, Ochos, we're going to all be asleep and there's a zombie, but don't kill it. And you carry it. Can you just yeet it down the well? (laughs) Yeet it? Did you just say yeet it? But (laughs) gently. I don't really like that. Look, I don't, I think... I think it was his damn sect. Do you remember his order of the winged serpent? Yeah. And they said to put an end to questions about Peg Lake Station and then strike down the feeding beasts. I don't think they're, they're not my friends. And I don't, I don't know where his loyalty lies. I don't want to ask him for help. I'm asking you and I'm asking you to keep this between us. But you're right about the one. I don't know what to do. I mean, I guess I could, I could talk to her. She's been so restless lately. Um, so 
when I had my little like talk with Esperanza, she said that basically when this happened the last time, there was like a kind of an energy that affected everyone, like all the supernatural spooky stuff. So maybe your mom is experiencing that. And so she's like a little extra. Do you think someone's trying to make what happened at the last Harvest Homecoming happen again, basically? I mean, it definitely seems like that might be the most likely. But all those teenagers died. Who would do that? Why would they do that? I mean, that's a very good question. I don't, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I can't imagine that Ochoa's sect would murder a bunch of teenagers. I didn't think people would murder a bunch of folks who just wanted to go out and shoot some damn pigs. I mean, if it's this energy thing, then that's probably what happened. I mean, if there's something in the woods. The sheriff knew not to be there. That I don't like, but... And what about Tammy? If we are to sort of believe the historical society, which I don't know yet, to be honest with you, but there's sort of an order to things. uh, And this is disrupting that order. So someone is trying to sow chaos. And I mean, I, we should move your mom. I mean, that's the, the end result. But thank you. But you have to decide if you trust Ochoa and Jimmy. Oh, well, Jimmy, he's a good kid. Uh, I mean, I know you don't trust his family. Sure shit don't. And about this point, your guys' phones beep with yeah. a message from Jimmy. Oh, with the, what is it? Real shit? Yeah, real <laughs> shit. Need to meet soon. Okay. Well, speak of the devil, I guess. Uh, well, hey, oh, he has a phone. That's good, right? Probably. Yeah. Should we text him back and be like, is this Jimmy's mom? <laughs> I don't know if she knows how to text. That's Probably a, not. <laughs> good question. And she's doing really well just to know how to use the phone, frankly. It's true. I mean, she's pretty impressive. <laughs> I know 40-year-olds that don't know how to text, so... <laughs> I'm just saying, if they had asked, is this Jimmy's mom, I would have responded with who? Oh, oh God. Oh, oh. Why? Why? <sighs> okay, so what are you two going to do? Listen, this text from Jimmy is real ominous. Yeah. And... I said either. I mean, so we got to talk to him anyway. All right. I mean, I guess I can tell everybody in in person. Do you think Ocho is up? So, Ocho, you get a text from Jimmy, a rather ominous sounding text. What would you like to do? Ocho has had a couple of difficult days, and he's he's been really trying to figure out what's going on. But but at this time of night, he, he. He's doing what he typically does at night. It's very meditative for him. It's a way for him to recharge the batteries. He's um he's playing Fortnite. So he's sitting there. Damn campers. Uh, uh-huh. Freaking bots. This is auto-aim. I got you, you little bastard. <laughs> so stuff like that. You know, it's meditative. And yeah. um, I am super, I super gonna need fan art of this. Yes. Like, of Ochoa in like full Aztec. Yes. Yeah. Playing <laughs> video games. Who's the warrior now? <laughs> So he sees his phone vibrate and he's like, damn it. And he looks at the phone and he's like, what, what is it? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So he goes back and he finishes his game real quick, takes out a couple of 12 year olds and, and then, uh, he's going to dial Jimmy. Okay. Do, 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 do. Uh, Jim, Jimmy is in the process of writing a letter at this point. Uh, Hey, Hey, o- Ochos, what's, uh, you doing all right? Yeah, yes, it's just catching up on some work. Uh, what's going on with you? I got your text message. Everything okay? Yeah, um, a, a lot, a lot's happened today that I found out about, and uh, I'm not sure if I'm entirely okay, but I at least have some kind of sense of direction now, and uh, I wanted to talk it over with you guys before I kind of put the pedal to the metal, so to speak. Okay. Uh, I can, I can come right over. If you need me to, I can pick you up. Um, do you want to meet someplace? Yeah, let's, let, let's, um, I don't know, meet downtown by Delilah's, not 
here on the not here at the orchard. Okay, are you uh, you sure you're okay? Uh, you okay to drive? Yeah, I'll I'll be fine. Um, just it's a lot, and I need to make sure I'm going to be making the right decisions here. I understand. Well, I appreciate that you you called us, and we're here for you, Jimmy. Let's let's get let's get everybody together. Okay. So you hear a knock on your door as the two of you are speaking about whether or not to include Ochos. Lenore, like, tries to startle, but she's so tired that it takes her a good five seconds. <laughs> so it's very delayed. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, Len, it, just ah! stay, stay there. It's okay. I got it. I got it. She'll go to the door. And you know, you should you. really get a security system for I, your trailer. I mean, it's... A, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you should get a security system for your mom. I'm just saying. <laughs> I do, I did. Yeah, it worked super good. Quit talking smack. So you open the door and Ochos is there. Yeah. Not dressed in full Aztec garb or his boxers as in the last time he came to your place. Listen, that was different. <laughs> no, so Ochos is at your front door. Uh, hi, weird. We were just talking about you. Uh, oh, Lenore's here. Sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Can I come in? Uh, yeah, sure. I got coffee. Sure. You want coffee? Yes, I'd love a cup of coffee. Uh, hey, Lenore. Hey. Fancy seeing you here. It's it's a little past your bedtime, no? That's really mean. I am <laughs> 32. Uh, as am I. Uh, I'm checking to see if it's 9 o'clock yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's 8.54. She's six minutes early. Just wait. <laughs> Um, I just got off the phone with Jimmy. Did you? I see you. He texted you. Everybody. Did you guys oh, get yeah. it? Yeah. Did you give him a call? We were just talking about what we wanted to. How we wanted. Yep. Yeah. yeah I got some <laughs> shit I gotta take care of. Uh, I think we all do. Uh, Jimmy, not to interrupt you, but Jimmy did not sound like himself. Please, please do. Oh, I mean, well, we haven't heard from him in a couple of days, so I just. Well, I guess he's been grounded, huh? Did he say what he wanted? He said that he he needs to discuss some some things that are happening, and it sounds like he needs to get something off his chest, and uh, he needs some support. It was very mysterious. It did not sound like him, his usual his usual joking self. He sounded very serious. Maybe his dad finally told him whatever bloody and awful secrets keep the Bagleys doing so well. Hey, Lenore. Yeah, what? Glass houses. No. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Charlie. That was that was so mean of me. Yeah, Lenore's real tired. So uh I'm gonna get some of this coffee in a to-go cup for you. All right. Uh I guess another couple hours won't make a difference. Uh Charlie grabs the Ziploc bag that has the wand in it. Okay. Actually, I think Lenore would I wanna use uh the weird move I picked up from the Ooh. the tome. Oh, okay. I want to do trust your gut because Lenore genuinely does not know what to do next. Okay. Why don't you tell me about trust your gut? What does it say? Uh, trust your gut. When you consult your instincts about what to do next, roll plus weird. On a 10 or more, the keeper will tell you where you should go. Wherever that is, it will be important. You get plus one ongoing on the way to this place. Seven to nine, the keeper tells you a general direction to go. Take plus one forward as you explore that. On a miss, your instincts lead you into danger. Sweet. Let's roll that. Okay. Uh, your gut feelings will point you somewhere important, but they don't care about your conscious concerns. To your gut, the current mystery is just one important thing amongst many. Hmm. All right. Let's get backfire real hard. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's eight. an eight plus one is a nine. So close. So that's general direction. And I get a plus one forward. I can use one time. No. Oh. You want to do it now? So you want to know what general direction to go? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to. Use my instincts to figure out what to do next. Do I feel like it's the right thing to go downtown and meet up with Jimmy, or should I head back to my place? Oh, I see. Mm. I'm going to take a little bit of creative liberty with this move a little bit. I'm going to say that your gut tells you that no matter what you feel about it, you're going to need help. And that the longer you leave your mom sitting in your house, the less safe she is. Yeah, that makes sense. So you have to make a decision based on that. You can invite everybody over. Mm. 
This is really difficult for you, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's because is is the question is does Lenora trust you? Both of you, but historically, no. No. <laughs> so but, and even but she, I'm trying to figure out. Well, it's kind of a, a turning point issue for us too, because it really could affect how Friday goes. Mm-hmm. It, it could, and, and it, it basically really, the future of our little group. And it's it's probably the thing in Lenore's life that matters most to her. Hundred percent exposing that to potential harm mm-hmm. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And nobody really knows what Ochoa or his sect feels about monsters. monsters. Exactly. So far, it's been about striking them down. Right, and well, she doesn't know how far to trust the Bagleys. Mm-hmm. Even Jimmy. Canonically, Charlie knew about the cult before you got the book in the mail. But I don't know how much you told her. I mean, he wouldn't have initiated you into any deep secrets. No, no. But I mean, like, even just general attitude. Like, Charlie has a reason to trust Ochoa is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, not... Yeah, you you trust Ochoa. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, way more than... Like, Lenore, least, I know we yeah. said canonically, has respect for Ochoa. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the recent events of, and especially, I think, the lack of sleep on top of that have probably made her Yeah, she's getting super paranoid. Yeah. But, yeah, Ochoa's the person that introduced me to monsters. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that at this point, she's she's kind of got to, like, she's got to trust somebody. Yeah, rock in a hard place. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you don't have a whole lot of choices, and this is what you got. Where does Jimmy want to meet? In about a half an hour, he wants us to meet in front of Delilah's shop. Uh, okay. Sure. Um, I guess. <laughs> That's the place. Nah. You know what? Let, let's just do this. Uh, there's no point avoiding it. Do you want me to? No, no, I'll do it. I'm gonna call Jimmy. Let's go by my place first, Ochos. Um, it's a night of revealing our deepest, darkest secrets and hoping... It doesn't get worse afterwards. All right, I'm, I'm pressing call now. When is he going to change his ringtone? Never. <laughs> Never. Uh, hello? Hi, Jimmy. Hey, Lenore. Hey. What's going on? Oh, you know. Great. You, you? You sound a bit frazzled. Are you sure you're okay? Um, yeah, uh, I will be. Look, I know you want us to meet downtown, right? And we can do that, but first I need you to come by my house. What do you say? Real shit? Yeah. Real shit. Okay. I got also real shit. And you stopped Tammy when I couldn't. And I need you. I don't know if that was me. It was you. It was definitely you. There was nothing else down there, and that it sure as shit wasn't Aaron. Can we meet at my house first? Send me an address, and I'll be there in twenty. Guys, meet twenty minutes later out in front of Lenore's house. You see that Lenore lives in the in a tiny little house on the actually right up against the edge of. The Bagley Orchards, you can actually see the fence line of your property from there. And the house is, is pretty run down. It's like an old 1920s farmhouse. We're all standing out on the porch, probably. Yep, all of you are out on the porch. So what happens? Uh, I drive up on one of the, the Orchards ATVs. A sweet wheels, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, it used to supervise and maybe carry a bushel or two back. Nothing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lenore, what are we doing here? Uh, Okay. Do I really have to explain this all again, Charlie? You can do it. You just got to spit it out. You're right. Rip the band-aid. So, Charlie's going to use the wand, and if you guys can, like, God, I don't know. How do we know that they won't fall asleep, too? We don't. This was a bad plan. Yeah, but it's the only one we have. I mean, they can wait, like, far away, kind of. What are you two talking about? So you're going to use the dipstick on something? Yeah. And since it hasn't been 100% successful at only putting one thing to sleep, we figured we'd have some insurance and have y'all here. But I guess you probably want to know what we're putting to sleep. So that room over there, right, um, with the, the bars and the splinters. Lenore, speak plainly. I'm trying. This is really hard. What is going on here? What do you have in the room? Well, it's not a cat. 
Okay, you probably are going to think it's a monster. And maybe it is a monster, but it's my monster. And it's also my mama. And Jimmy winces at the. She's not. She's not okay. I know that. But she, we're, we're, we weren't doing okay, but she's not right now. And we think whatever's making everything like a little reactive right now. Yeah. The same thing that happened in 99. Right? Yeah. I don't, I don't want her to be part of a repeat of the high school massacre. Well, let's just do this thing so my mama is safe and everyone else is safe from her. And please don't kill her because then I'm going to have to kill you. And I really don't want to because it's hard for me to make friends. It's fine. It's going to be okay. We're going to bring her to the well because there's an empty room. So I know that the wand at least affects as far as your trailer is away from mine. So I guess if you just get farther than that, it might be okay. Uh. Quick question. How are we transporting your mom? I mean, we got a truck. and She's she's not that heavy. I mean, I can carry her and put her in the truck bed. All right, I got some blankets. It's going to be fine. So we're just knocking her out and putting her in the truck bed? Yep. Yeah. All right. This is a bad plan. This is a, a terrible sure plan. A it's going to be great. I am not putting... Over. I don't want to put her in a cage. She's asleep. She won't know. Oh, my God. So for our listeners at home... Nav's face is amazing, right? <laughs> it's really the most criminal thing about this podcast is no one can see Nav's face. It really is. He makes the best face. Yeah. His eyebrows are just like all the way up to the top of his forehead. And um, he occasionally recoils like 10 feet back from the microphone. Uh, okay, hold on a minute. You were all speaking very matter-of-factly about something that is very strange here. Why have you brought Jimmy and me here? Ladies, explain yourselves. What is wrong with your mother, Lenore? Why are you referring to her as a monster? Well, she died in a fire when I was a teen. And now she's not dead. And I know that makes her sound like Tammy, Jimmy. But she's not. I swear, she knows who I am. Sometimes she, she at least knows my name. She's never hurt me. and. She's only eaten one person, we think. It was self-defense. Someone tried to steal her, so that's why we're moving her. Uh, I also learned about this about half an hour ago, and I think if I think too hard about it, I'm going to have a panic attack. So it, that, that's just, we're just in this mode now. I don't know. I mean, just, just give, us, give us a chance. If you're not here to help, I don't have a chance. Lenore, show us. Here's my phone. So you look and you see this creature, and at first it appears to be just a really disheveled woman. Mm -hmm. But the longer you look at her, the less natural her movements become. The way that her head sort of hangs almost limply as she walks and paces around the room, the scraping noise of what you assume are nails against the doors and the walls as she circles. And then she looks up towards the camera and snarls and hisses and leaps towards the camera, grabs the camera, throws it down on the ground and makes this as she rips it apart. Mama, those are really expensive. You want me to buy them in bulk? It's ground beef for you this week. Lenore, how, how long have you had your mother in this state? I'm telling you, she's not usually like this. She usually just sits. Oh, no, I think he meant the undead part, Lenore. When did oh. your mother show up like this you said she died in a fire i don't know must have been about 10 years no more than that she died about 20 years ago yeah but she showed up three to four years ago i mean i was living here already i didn't find her here i was, she was just on the road and to the best of your knowledge she has not attempted to hurt anybody i mean none less provoked and that's new really like even before that i mean she wasn't the best conversationalist but She'd just sit there and she'd rock and stare at the wall, but in, in a nice way. And when I play music, I mean, Loretta Lynn's her favorite, but, you know, she'd kind of hum along and... Oh, that explains so much. So you are certain it is, in fact, her? I mean, she, she knew my name when I, I first found her. And, I mean, she can... I just know. I know it's her. Someone knows she's here. And if she hadn't attacked him... They would have gotten her. And maybe she would have been part of the hunt, just like that fucking owl was. That can't happen. 
I see. I'm putting it together now. So we are thinking of transferring your mother to the well. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Ochos is going to walk up to Lenore and he's going to gently but firmly put both of his hands on her shoulders, of the shoulders of her bomber jacket. He's going to look her square in the eyes and he's going to say, Lenore, we have seen some crazy shit this week. Oh, yeah. We have fought demons and creatures that cannot be explained by the rules of nature. If you believe this is your mother and you believe she is in danger, we will move her someplace safe. You can count on me. I think you can count on all of us. You won't. You won't tell your order. I know they'd want to kill her, Ojos. Why do you think that? Strike down the feeding beasts at the dance. Well, we have seen that creatures, monsters, and demons can take many forms, and some of them are obviously dangerous to humans, and others are not. But our order does not believe that all creatures and all monsters are inherently evil. Are you sure about that, or is that just you? I am positive. This is what I have been raised believing since I was barely able to walk. Monsters exist. We have proven that out this, this past week. All of us can attest to that. But monsters do the bidding of the gods. They are here to enslave humans, or they are here to force humans into doing things that they should not be doing, while others are here to protect humans. The difficulty is in deciding which one is which. Hey folks, Rockin' Ricky Latrell here. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes on WHXT. Want to hear more? You know you do. Check them out on social media and Patreon at Hexed Podcast. That's H-E-X-T Podcast. Or email cast at hexedpodcast.com. All My Hexes is recorded live at Nightwatch Games, San Antonio's premier Gamma award-winning game and hobby store. And folks, from the moment you walk in the door, you'll see this is no ordinary gaming store. Nightwatch is beautifully designed to resemble a medieval banquet hall. You'll see exposed wood beams on the ceilings, hand-carved shelves, armor and banners on the walls, and there's tons of gaming space on the main floor, with a huge library stocked with all the hottest games for you to try out for free. Nightwatch also has private rooms, including a Death Star-themed room for you sci-fi fans, loaded with the latest tech, lighting, sound effects, and terrain to take your RPG or tabletop game to a whole other level. So if you're looking for a new game to add to your collection, or you're shopping for your next Ren Faire costume, or you're just looking for a group of players for your favorite game, check out Nightwatch Games, where adventure awaits. So, Ochos, after reassuring Lenore, you confidently make your way to the door. Lenore, how do you normally talk to your mother? I mean, usually I just go in and I sit down, but I don't think you should do that. What is her name? Her name's Martha. She might not like it if you call her Martha. Oh. She always hated it. How do you, how would you, Mrs. Oh. Atchison? You could just do all, all the Batman and Superman jokes. <laughs> what? That's like the whole Her plot. Name is Martha too. Yeah, we're best friends. It's a resolution of Batman versus Superman. Is they both realize their moms are named Martha. Oh my god! I've never I actually seen the movie. The oh, I haven't twice. seen it. I just know it's this. So bad. <laughs> no wonder. It's yeah. So bad. Okay, so do you want to name her Martha? Yes, I do. I think it's okay. Great. Oh. And All right. Her nickname was Maddie. Mm-hmm. That's a good Martha nickname. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, call her Maddie. She preferred that. Very well. I will do my best. Uh, you need to be prepared. I am going to try to convince her to come of her own volition. If she agrees, Jimmy, please be prepared. Do you want me to go ahead and... Charlie, I need you to be on standby with that yeah. wand. Okay. Please. She takes it out of the Ziploc bag. <laughs> but does not wave it. Nope. <laughs> Jimmy's just like, ah, ah, okay, I, I guess. Ochoa is going to follow. Lenore's lead as far as going into the home and going to the door or a window or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it feels very symbolic. I'm going to, I'm going to open the front door. I'm going to leave the front door open and I'm going to have Ochos follow me into the house. And so she's going to walk over and start unlocking each of the locks. Mama, it's going to be okay. All right. Don't be scared. And I'm going to slowly open the door. I am. I've got the camera feed. There's like one remaining camera. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's back in the corner. She's away from the door. She listened to you. And as as the two of you enter, you see that Mama is crouched in the corner, swaying back and forth, rocking back and forth on her heels. Oh, oh, wait, hang on, hang on. And I'm going to start Loretta Lynn playing on my phone. And as soon as the music starts, her head kind of lifts back and her dirty hair sort of falls from her face. And you can almost, she almost looks human again for a moment as she's listening to the music. See, this was her favorite. See? She looks over at you, Lenore, and she stays the same. And then when she sees Ochos enter, she's back on all fours, guarded, but not attacking. Does Ochoa feel anything at all when he sees her or is in her presence? Is there anything at all that he is sensing? That she's very unnatural. Mm-hmm. You get that. Um, but I think uh, let's, let's do a manipulate someone with your dark, what is it called again? It's called Dark Negotiator. Dark Negotiator, which is another monstrous move, and it allows you to... To manipulate to manipulate the creature, monsters. assuming that they can understand. Okay. And I'll tell you right now. <laughs> you do the same thing I do, which is shake the dice as long as possible, like that's going to help. <laughs> All right, so we're going we're gonna burn to luck- burn a luck point. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, a four. Woofta. Minus one. Oh. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so uh, burn a luck point. And what happens when you burn a luck point with the initiate? Something goes wrong with your sect, is what we basically wrote. Sweet. Down. Okay. Got it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the first luck point I burned, though. What are you going to say to was Maddie? It? Maddie was the nickname? Mm-hmm. Maddie, good evening. My name is Ochoa. This is wonderful music. I'm a big fan of Loretta Lynn as well. We'd like to take you on a little trip. Someplace safe. And you will be with your daughter the entire time. Will you join us? For just a moment, you, you hear this strange sort of timber, this, this, this change in Ochoz's voice. You're not sure if like shadows pass over the moon or something, but for a moment, there seems to be darker shadows to his face. And you see your mother kind of sit up and her head cocks to the side. And she stands up and she starts walking towards the door. Slowly, calmly, and in control. Nacho, I will turn to Lenore. Lenore, take your mother by the hand, or however it is that you walk with her. And we are going to be very calm. Mm -hmm. And we're going to move to the car. That sounds great. Keep the music playing. Yep. All right, Mama, we're going to go to the truck. You know my truck. I've had it for such a long time, right? And it, it's great. Um, I've hit so many things with it, but it's still going. And uh, <laughs> here we are. We're at the truck and I'm just beep, beep. And here we're opening the door. You go ahead and go in first, Mama. The four of you are gathered around the uh, tiny kitchen table that Charlie has sitting in in relative silence, processing everything that you've been through tonight. You've moved a body that's not quite dead. Weird. (laughs) You've you've all seen and learned some shit about Lenore. Is that Jimmy's first time in the well? It's his first time down to the well, yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot to go down into the well. And that's the first time you've seen me do the magic door. Mm Mm-hmm. Any other day, you'd be like losing your shit excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's start with you, Jimmy. What do you want to tell the party? I'm not going to make us, dear listener, I will not make you sit through an entire thing where everybody tells everybody what they know. But Jimmy's learned a lot of important stuff. So what are you going to tell the group? You're the one who sent out the shit's going down text. Well, first off, he's going to uh, come clean to two people in particular. Okay. Hey, Lenore, um, I'm pretty sure you guessed, but I, it was me that uh, caused the door to the sheriff's office to slam on his ass as he was walking in. <laughs> I know you thought it was funny. But, it was fucking hilarious, Jimmy. But yeah, that that was me. <laughs> and um, Charlie? Yeah. Can I just like, kind of as a, I don't know, free action, I guess, just move a chair? Sure. <laughs> Just kind of. <laughs> yeah, that was 
That was me too. Did you, did you really do that? Yeah. Sorry. What the fuck, Jimmy? <laughs> I knew it. That's I, so messed up. I, I know, but you were new in town. The men in black came to my house because of all those calls. I, I it's just you? It was. But I mean, we never would have become friends, Charlie, if it weren't for Jimmy. Lenore has a flask that she has been liberally, liberally pouring into the coffee. I was just going to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is coffee and there is there whiskey. Is so much. <laughs> Yeah, that I don't. I don't know. I didn't know you, and and uh, I didn't know. I don't know. You're just so easy to mess with. I just kind of couldn't stop. Yeah, it's like real funny that I couldn't sleep because of all of the weird shit that was happening. Well, it's you hilarious. Know, you know, it's not going to happen again. Sorry. Well, now I do. It's been almost a year. Ha- oh man, time flies when you're. Um... <laughs> if you say having fun, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm going to put you down there with Lenore's mom. <laughs> all right, well, I'm, I'm sorry, all right? I'm just... So those, those out of the way, and also Lenore, uh, yeah, I see why you don't trust my family, because uh, as of tonight, I don't either. Oh, oh Charlie shit. Simmers down. <laughs> Did they feed someone to the pecans? <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Jimmy, what happened? Pop pulled me aside and actually told me something for once instead of shut up and get out there or wake up, you lay about. Yeah, uh, Pa's old enough to be my great, great grandpa. I'm going to need a little bit more context than that. Uh, he is the founder of the Bagley Orchard. <laughs> Wait, sorry, so uh-huh. yeah. Dad has been all of the Bagleys? Everyone. Is he his own grandpa? <laughs> Not funny, Lenore. Damn, Lenore. <laughs> Lenore drunk. <laughs> She's just tired. Right? Yeah. She's had uppers and downers. It's 10.02. <laughs> there it is. Um, Jimmy, does this have anything to do with that woman that looks the same in all of those photos? Um, yeah, I'm sure it is. You're so smart, Charlie. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what's keeping them like that, but I, he's not telling me everything, and I intend to find out. Is he lying? Or is he just not telling us everything? No, he said, I don't know. He concretely lied. Yeah, yeah. he did. Not even a mission. And even in your drunken state, you can see that there is more to the story that Jimmy is not sharing. We're not sure what part of what he's saying isn't honest, but something about what he's saying isn't honest. Boy, Jimmy, like even when you're trying to tell the truth, right? The Bagley blood will out. Man, I know you're not. You're not telling us everything. Lenore, I'm trying to piece some things together. And when I am sure, I'll let you know. But right now, I'll need your help. Because what I saw in the gymnasium today was not pretty what's coming up at the dance. What do you mean, Jimmy? Harvest Moon during the dance. That doesn't happen. Not since 99. Not since, yeah, not since 99. And some monsters kind of came in and killed people. And it's going to happen again. Yeah. And and your order of the of wriggling the, sa- the snake, they want us to go and kill them all. And I guess that's worth some... Poor fucking teenagers dying before they even managed to make it out of Hexed. Well, we might be able to stop it ahead of time. I mean, it's so, uh, Jimmy, there's like, um, like some kind of energies like leak, leaking out and it's making all of the monsters go like kind of wild. Yeah. And it doesn't really seem to matter if they're good or bad. Yeah. Just anything that's not Human? from here. Well, they're not supposed to be originally from here. Yeah, I mean... Or originally was here a long time ago, I guess. The the kind of order in Hexed is... Like, we shouldn't have killed the donkey lady. I don't know about that. Well, it may be that it was... Imp- someone made us think that she was dangerous, possibly. Well, it seems like... Uh, I mean, Tam is still around. Maybe it wasn't her that killed her in the first place yeah basically and what about jesse you saw him and donkey lady's been dead 
So. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think we fucked up. Well, I think someone or people or I don't know. I mean, it just kind of seems like maybe we were baited into it. So. And now <laughs> Nora is, is trying to give Ochos a look, but like her <laughs> eyes keep unfocusing. <laughs> so, I mean, now there's kind of like a discrepancy, like the books aren't balanced anymore. Uh, you didn't see how to like stop it, did you, Jimmy? Anything useful? I, I saw that the bird monster came in from one of the windows and there was a wolf monster coming in through the doors but oh good we haven't seen a wolf yet so that's new so yeah i saw you three kind of awkwardly chaperoning the dance and then i was on stage about to announce something and that's when they attacked after some nasty smoke rose up from somewhere yeah there's these like, I've seen Javelina decorations for, like, her pep rallies and stuff, but the stuff they had out wasn't normal. It was Javelinas, but weird. Jimmy, who would be in charge of decorating the gymnasium? I, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Dullard would probably be the best person. To, I, I don't know. I just really don't like him, but he would be the probably the first person to ask about the organization of this whole thing. I'm just his dog and pony show. Can we go back to the gym? I mean, it's probably locked up right now. That's that's not a no. All right, let's go to school. Thanks for listening to All My Hexes. The Keeper was Bernetta McFergus. Lenore Atchison was played by Jasmine McFergus. Charlie Larson was played by Sarah Lawrence. Alejandro Ochoa was played by John Nav Navarrete. Jimmy Bagley was played by Tyler J. McMahon. Please subscribe, like, and share us with your friends. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hexed Podcast, that's H-E-X-T Podcast, or email us at hexedpodcast at gmail.com. Join us in two weeks, and remember, dig deeper. The truth starts six feet under.